guys. Welcome back to Grace Unscripted. As always, I'm your host, Ben Falkenberg. Today, I'm joined by a good friend of mine, Chris Kessing. I just call him Kess. Kess is the regional director of Young Life North Coast Region, which includes Greater Akron Young Life. And I've known Kess for almost seven years now. He's awesome. He's a great friend. He's a great leader. And so it was fun just to sit and chat about a couple things we both love. Young Life and Kids Meeting Jesus. And so if you don't know much about Young Life and the work it's doing in Akron, you're about to find out. So thanks for listening, and welcome to Grace Unscripted. Yes, how's it going? What's up, B-Flock? Not much, man. <laughs> thanks for coming in. Thank you for inviting me. Took the hike down from Hudson in the uh, sleet and the freezing rain and yeah. the snow. Fun times, huh? I'm nervous though. This is big time. This is a big, big deal right here. So yeah, I'm, you're going to do great, man. We're just going to talk about your life and young life, and it's going to be awesome. Um, so you are the the regional director of Young Life North Coast Region, um, and so that's what like Northeast Ohio, Canton, Ashland, Toledo, yeah. up into Southeast Michigan. Yeah, Northern Ohio, uh, um, anything basically above Columbus and. Um, Southeast Michigan, the, the lower two counties in Michigan. So, how long have you been doing that? Uh, this is my sixth year. Six years. Mm-hmm. Wow. So I've known you pretty much that whole time. Mm-hmm. I think I've known you for like six six years, right on. Because yeah. when I first started doing Young Life, you were uh, you were kind of like in your in your first year. Um, so how many kids? So we'll call it the, was it the, the North Coast region of Young Life? Yeah, that's what it is. North how North. many kids are in that? So we have about ninety ministries. And that's a lot. Um, when you say how many kids are in that, yeah, that's um, that's a good question. So when you're at a club, they'd say like, "How many kids go to your stuff?" Yeah, and you say, "Well, how many kids go to the high school?" Because that's who we're trying to reach out to. Um, but we, our leaders, we have about 400 leaders, know about 15,000 students. Um, Isn't that incredible when it sounds like 15,000 yeah, high school yeah, kids? Yeah, by name. And then probably about 5,000 of those have attended a, something programmatic, Young Life, throughout the year. Yeah, so. that's awesome. Yeah. That's a lot of kids. Yeah. That's pretty cool. All right, so um, I want to talk about Young Life. I, I've been very open about Young Life on this podcast, and if you've listened to this before, I've talked a lot about it. It's played a mm-hmm. very important role in my life, and so I thought it would be really fun to bring you on and um, – I'll probably explain a little bit of my journey through Young Life, kind of your journey, and kind of explain what Young Life is and mm-hmm. why it's important and how it's impacting kids in Akron and all over for, for Jesus. Um, so let me ask you, so what is Young Life? Uh, Young Life is an outreach ministry. Um, it is a it is the arm of the church. It's a parachurch organization. Our mission is to introduce adolescents to Christ and help them grow in their faith. And we do that through adult caring relationships yeah. who spend time and get to know young people and earn the right to be heard. So, so a- adults could be anybody. There's no cap on the age, but it, a lot of times adult, we'd even consider like a college student, people not in high school, older than that, college adults, mm-hmm. whatever, going are, in and out and impacting high schoolers and right. middle schoolers. Who are trained and um, equipped to build relationships with uh young people so yeah. to prepare for this I, I got on the website and i was kind of looking through um the mission statement and h- how young life goes and in, in, into the world and tries to tries to introduce kids to jesus and um so i, I kind of looked at everything that they would say this is what we do this is what we want to be known for and the first thing they said is that 
they're just going to be praying for kids. Um, mm. And that's such a refreshing thing that almost we forget as a first step. But what does that look like? How does Young Life pray for kids? Young Life leaders and, and committee members and folks pray for kids, but I think a lot of time, a lot of times when we see successful ministry in a particular area or community, it's not Young Life's doing. It's older people who are on their knees praying for teenagers. And um, we, we ask our, our leaders to keep a, a prayer journal of kids they meet and um, we started doing that this year where, you know, write down names of kids that you meet and then look through that little journal and pray for them. Um, ultimately, if we're not praying for kids, then, you know, we're just running a program. Yeah. And we don't want to do that. We want to see transformation and change lives and generations impacted and kids plugged into the local church. That makes sense. Let me, um, let's take a minute. I probably should have defined this better. So we talked for a second about, like, young life leaders who are trained and stuff. And so we said it was like college kids, a, adult leaders mm-hmm. or whatever. So so when I was an, a young life leader and when you were a young life leader, I started when I was like 20, I think I was like 25 or something. And so my wife was a young life leader in college. So let's just take, she's a typical young life leader. So she grew up, went to young life as a high school student, kind of fell in love with Jesus, fell in love with it. And then um, in college, she was leading young life. So that meant as a college student, she signed up to say, hey, I am going to commit to be involved with Young Life in this area. So at Akron, we have uh, Greater Akron Young Life. And um, so there are college students at Akron who have volunteered to lead Young Life. And so that means that they are are trained by a staff under you. They're equipped um, in a leadership program to be leaders. And then they are sent out into designated high schools to basically go meet kids and show them Jesus, right? Mm-hmm. And so um, I did that at Wazard High School. And so right now in Greater Akron, as it would apply to most of the listeners here, um, Young Life is involved in uh, Firestone High School, uh, Medina Highland, also Medina High School, Wazard High School. It's been on and off in Revere. Um, and then Copley High School is a big one. And some starting some stuff with Young Lives, which is an, um, a ministry for young adult, young teen moms and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So that's what I just want the listener to understand the language when we say like a leader. It would be someone that's kind of being trained and signed up for like, hey, I'm going to give a couple year commitment to really try to impact kids' lives here, here for the Lord. And so then that can continue. We have leaders in Akron who are in their 40s. And they're mm-hmm. like, hey, I, maybe my kids are in high school now, or I just, I still care about this and I want to give my time on, um, on a weekly basis, on several days a week, to go be involved in kids' lives. Mm-hmm. All right. So, and, and, and we ha- in Akron, we have a um, ministry to kids with special needs uh, uh, called Capernaum. Capernaum Young Life. Okay. And um, what those leaders are signing up for f- about fifteen hours a week. It's a commitment. So twenty-five, sometimes yeah. twenty-five hours a week, and a lot of that time is spent um, just relationally, being yeah. going where kids are and hanging out where kids are. Yeah. Or serving at a school, volunteering at a school, any way we can serve. Yeah, that's cool. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so we just talked about praying, and then you just said it. Like, Young Life wants to go where the kids are and build relationships with them. So the the word that, that we usually describe that term is, is contact work. So what mm-hmm. is that? What is contact mm-hmm. work? Contact work is uh, showing up where teenagers are. So if a, a lot of schools... Um, would say, hey, after school hours, um, 
once school is over, the school building is a public institution, and and so we may go watch, um, we may go watch practices, games. We go to high school games. We, we may go to the coffee shop that kids are hanging out with. Um, we may take a group of kids with us and just go go play, go have fun, yeah. get crazy. So, just trying to find ways to connect and meet meet new kids and. Uh, a lot of our, a lot of our leaders volunteer, coach or help I with coach the plays. at a high school, and mm-hmm. so maybe they'll be an assistant coach on the soccer team. But then they get to be around the soccer team all day and mm-hmm. just kind of build, build into those kids' lives and try to love on them. Mm-hmm. That's a cool way to do it. Yeah. Um, I remember when when we were leading, I did I just used sports. I loved sports, so like I would just help out with the basketball team and just get to be around them, and we just. Um, have football games every Saturday. We'd try to like set things up. We'd play football. We'd play golf. We'd play just relentlessly as we could playing sports with high school kids, trying to just get to know them better. And it was awesome. Um, I know we were at a, a football game their night, and it's cool. You see this like kind of overwhelming sea of kids in the student section, and uh, there's a couple young life leaders like sprinkled in in the middle mm-hmm. of it, and it's like, hey. We want to go where they're at. We're going to go stand in the student section with, section with them and just try to get to know them better. Mm-hmm. That's a cool way to do it because there's a lot of kids. So I don't talk about that. You you said can, can go I where the kids say are. What you, yeah. Like I could only imagine having you as a young life leader if I'm a high school guy and getting tore up on the basketball court. Because that was back in the day when I could I could get it done. I was still yeah. giving buckets out. Yeah. But that, but that's what happened to me. I was a basketball player at Hudson. I graduated back in the day in 1992, and this older gentleman, Rick Thompson, was the local Young Life guy. He would come to open gym, and not only would he play, but he would crush us. Yeah. And the, I knew he he actually he came with uh, Joe Coffey, who's the pastor now at uh, um, Christ Community Chapel, and I remember those guys. I remember knowing what they stood for, that they were Christians. And it blew my mind that they would be competitive. Yeah. Because in my mind, I thought Christians were just kind of pushovers. Yeah, just petting sheep somewhere in the corner singing Exactly, hymns. exactly. And I saw men that I respected and looked up to. This is as a 16-, 17-, 18-year-old kid going like, oh, that's what it looks like to be a Christian. That's and, cool. Um, that's so. awesome. Um, so I had mentioned— and you had mentioned too is going where the kids are why do why does young life put such an emphasis on going out to where kids are i love that it's it's not so much what makes a great young life leader isn't hey how many kids come to your thing it's how many kids do you know who don't go to an event or a club or campaign or church or something yeah um because those are the kids we want to know i I remember my first month on Young Life staff back in 2000, well, maybe second month, 2001. It was basketball season, and I went to watch freshman basketball practice at a high school in Virginia. And there was a kid on the sideline who had a cast around his leg, and he's looking at me. He's like, hey, what are you, what are you doing here? Are you a parent? And I'm, yeah. at, at the time, I was 27. I'm like, shut up, dude. I'm yeah. I'm not that much older than you. Yeah. Are you a coach? No. And I said, I, I'm just here to see you guys. Yeah. And this kid who came from a very broken home ended up meeting the Lord through Young Life and going on. He's a missionary now, mm. oddly enough. But this kid, Kenneth, he said something really profound, I think, at that time. He said, that's really cool. Nobody does that. Mm. Now, that's not true. There are people 
who invest into kids and go where kids are. But that's the bread and butter of young life. That's what makes young life a, a good tool. It makes it impactful. So yeah, yeah. And and I I remember when we were doing it, and just I would go and I'd I'd say we go to a football game, and you just see like. 500 kids there from a school. I mean, maybe a thousand. I mean, there's just a massive amount of kids there. And I remember just thinking like, I could never get them to come to something like all of these kids, but they're all going to be here. So it's like, we should probably go here just to get to know them and impact them. And who knows, maybe we could build a relationship and invite them into some journey, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I, I had never really thought of that before until I started doing Young Life. It's like, we're going to go where, where kids are. Um, mm-hmm. And I think Young Life has rel- relentlessly done that. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the point would be that, that you want to earn the right to share the gospel with them, earn the right to share um, who Jesus is with them. Like, what does that look like? Um, and why is I that mean, important? Yeah, we don't, we don't have any guest speakers come in at Young Life clubs. So we'll have a club once a week where it's like a party with a purpose, and you'll get— um, Like usually in a kid's basement or Right, something. right. Or big garage or a big clear out all the furniture in the family room. And, and it's just a bunch of games, having a lot of fun. And then at the end, the leader will get up and share a message from the Bible about who Jesus is. And um, over the course of the semester, we'll give the gospel. And we don't let guest speakers come in. Kids are going to say, oh, that's Ben, my Young Life leader, who's been hanging out with us playing basketball. Or that's my friend who I know versus... Mm-hmm. Oh, there's that speaker. Yeah. Um, so we earn the right. There's an amazing passage in Thessalonians where Paul says, um, "Not only did we share with you First Thessalonians two eight the gospel of God, but our lives as well." We just think that's super important that mm-hmm. we may not give these kids all the truths and knowledge, but they can look at leaders' lives and say, there's something different about them. Just like Rick Thompson, when I saw him as a young teenager, I go, whatever he has, I want yeah. in my life. Yeah. So. so I want to talk about that a little bit. So you were you were at Hudson High School. You were a very good athlete. You played college baseball at Purdue. You played basketball there. At, were you, did you grow up in a Christian home? I did not. And okay. my, my, well, my family, uh, we lived in Chicago growing up, and then we I moved. Didn't know that. We moved here. Did you live in the uh, city or like the suburbs? Suburbs, suburbs. And um, I was headed down the wrong path, and did, they did not have Young Life at my school. And when I moved to Hudson, uh, eighth and ninth grade, they had Young Life, and all of a sudden you'd see a lot of kids were involved in it, and I'm so grateful for that because um, my brother and I both really met Christ through Young Life, and we would start bringing my my parents to church and huh and and they've been going to they've been going to church ever since but um it was my young life leader who shared it but it was also this other high school kid my best friend who was a a campaigner kid who was going and being discipled at the young life um so so campaigners is like the the bible study that um i guess i could take two seconds to describe that so so we've talked a little bit about club would be kind of the the crazy thing in someone's basement or the room and is we're gonna the leaders at a school are gonna invite a bunch of kids as many kids as they can to to this club this event we're gonna have a ton of fun try to show kids like pure comedy that's like clean and have fun and, sh- and share jesus with them at the end and then 
there's also going to be a thing on Sunday nights. It was for us on Sunday nights. It, whenever it is for, for some local schools, um, they're going to be a Bible study. And they're going to invite kids that, like, not only are we going to give, give you our lives and try to share who Jesus with, is with you and have fun on these Wednesday or Thursday nights or whatever at a club, we're going to try to dive into the Bible. We're going to call it campaigners, and we're going to try to walk in and disciple kids into really understanding what it looks like to follow Jesus. Mm-hmm. Um, and so so he, so he, we'll say campaigner kid. So this, this kid that you were friends with was kind of a campaigner kid, meaning he was going to the Young Life Bible studies and stuff like that. And, and being equipped and trained up to, um, to lead and care for his friends at his school <clears throat> that he passes in the hallway, and he... he he and I are best friends to this day, and he, um, you know, he he started leaning in and, and challenging me um, mm-hmm. with what I was doing and how I was living my life. And um, that's cool. That he, doesn't. That's he, not easy. That takes some guts to do as a young guy. Oh yeah, yeah. He started that his well, like probably junior high school, mm-hmm. and has done that for. That's cool. Ever since. So. So you met. So you kind of really met Jesus and started a relationship with him, like high school through Young Life. Yes, I would I would say that, and um, I heard the gospel, but I saw it lived out by my friend. Hmm. So I went to church where he and his family went to church. Okay, and so did you? You were kind of a part of Young Life the entire time through high school. I was. I wasn't. Um, I didn't. I didn't super get get it because i think when you're in high school you have a lot of influence if you know because there aren't many um opportunities after high school where you're with the same group of people every day for eight hours um aside from work uh but you know work might be however many people high school you're with 1500 students every day and Mm -hmm. you have a you know as a junior and senior you have influence on the football field or the basketball field to, to young people and and i didn't i didn't i was involved for four years uh, off and on, but didn't really understand the the influence that I could have had yeah. while in high school. So yeah. I started leading in college. So you led and played baseball? Tried to. That's a lot. Mm-hmm. So how did you end up at Purdue? Could, you got to be pretty good to get there. So my Young Life leader, Rick Thompson, he and his wife, Chrissy, have been working at CVCA for years, and um, he played at Purdue. Oh, he, he played, played baseball, baseball at Purdue. Okay. And was drafted by the Astros. So, like, if he said anything, I was listening. Yeah, because you got drafted by the Astros. You right. played college baseball. And I don't I, – I know he said different things than this in every club talk, but I'll tell you what I heard in every single club talk was this. There's got to be something more yeah. than just sports. And I, I was like, I think he's right. Mm-hmm. At the time, that's all I – believed in was Mm -hmm. sports and wanted to be you know i feel you on that like i've talked about that before like um sports was basically my god i mean it just like for a high school student like you and i who played sports in college like basketball was my identity like even now i live in wadsworth but if people hear my name a lot of them still think of basketball right and it's like that's not really even a part of my life anymore so it's funny to be remembered for something that's not really even who you are anymore but i remember what you just said, I had to come to grips with that. I remember exactly, and it was in college that I sat there one night after a basketball game, and I was sitting at my computer by myself, and I thought, there has got to be more to life than this. Mm-hmm. Like, God, what? Like, this can't be it. You know what I mean? Like, there has to be more for me than just to put a ball through a hoop. 
and it was a consuming part of my life. I mean, it was, I loved basketball. I mean, I gave my life to that for probably 15 years. I mean, it was an obsession. It was a craft. It was every day. I mean, I, I kid you not, like I, I would wake up in the summer and I would go to the gym and I'd come back home and I'd swim and then we'd go back to the gym and then we'd come home and eat dinner and then we'd go back to the gym. I mean, I was obsessed with this game um, because I loved it, which was important, but I also think I was finding identity in it. So when you start to get good at something and I Mm -hmm. started to get, if I'm honest, I started to get really good (laughs) at basketball and, and, you know, all of a sudden coaches from colleges are coming around and people notice you and girls like you and stuff because you can put a ball through a hoop and it, really quickly kind of consumed my life and uh and then slowly god had to use basketball almost to, to wake me up to like hey this isn't all i have for you like there has to be more to life than mm-hmm. this and so that's funny to me that you would have kind of heard the same thing because i heard it and that's what that was ultimately the first step in god pursuing my heart was he kind of contrasted himself to basketball and woke me up to like mm-hmm. i'm a lot bigger than this so you heard that too though you you hear this from from your Young life leader, like, there's got to be more to life than this, guess. Yeah, I mean, it was like hit me across the face. And and that message rang true for me when I went to college, because unlike you, I was not as not as gifted. And, I mean, I struggled in college. I was a below-average college baseball player. And that life is just hard and miserable. <laughs> and trying to realize, like, hey, my identity's not wrapped up in this even though I didn't really figure it out at the time. Yeah. Oh, I didn't. It took me a really long. I'm still yeah, figuring it I'm out. I'm still figuring it out. But knowing the truth about where our identity is. And so um, when I tuck my four little kids in every night, I, one of the things I pray for them is that they would get their identity from the Lord. Yeah. And not, not from what this world is telling me. Because that's a big commitment. So a Young Life staff person is um, is someone we, we've talked about, like volunteer leaders. And so we've said like college students or adult leaders who volunteer. It's not their job. It's not paid. Like I'm going to volunteer to go love on kids. But usually in, a, in an area like Greater Akron Young Life, for instance, we have an area director um, starting in January, uh, Lauren McLean. So she's actually on staff with Young Life. She's paid by Young Life and by raising money for like community support or whatever, but it's her actual job to do Young Life, to oversee it in an area or at a school. So that's a big step. I mean, that's like basically saying, I want to join the ministry. So how did you come to that? How did you feel called into that? For me, I actually, um, I coached college baseball after college. So oh, I didn't know that. I, I fiddled around in the, uh, can, you know, the independent league ball for a little bit played for the Sioux Falls Canaries and the Thunder mm-hmm. Bay Whiskey Jacks. What are they You've heard of them, right? Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. I got yeah. their baseball cards yeah, in yeah, my uh, sure. top shelf. Um, but then I coached college baseball at Ball State for two years. Loved working with young people and was just like feeling the call. I want to I want to devote more time giving them more than just the baseball swing. and mm-hmm. Was feeling the call to ministry, so... Um, young life job is a really hard job because you have to be good at a lot of different things. Obviously, you have to not be scared to approach a new high school or a new middle Isn't school. Isn't it funny or, how scary a 15-year-old kid can be? 
Yeah. Yeah. I mean, what are you like six three, two hundred and thirty pounds, and yeah. you're like scared of a fifteen year old kid? Yeah. And <laughs> it's funny. And and they will, you know, they will size you up real quickly and go, "Do I like this person or not?" Yeah. Um, and it's it's tough. So you have to earn rapport with kids. You also have to earn earn rapport with adults in the community and help raise your own salary. And so there's just a lot of responsibilities um, to being a full-time staff person. That it's a it's a hard job. And I've heard businessmen say and and um, committee people say like a lot of our staff would be really successful doing other things because of the the amount of gifts uh, balls they have to juggle and they have to be like a jack of all trades. Mm -hmm. So how did you decide to walk into that? You're coaching Ball State, and you're just like, like, what happens? You're just like, I'm out? I, I, I want to go do Young Life? Well, for me, I did a, a year-long fellowship at the Falls Church in Falls Church, Virginia. Okay. And an amazing fellowship where the whole purpose of it is, where is Christ in the spreadsheets? So where's the Lord in your day-to-day job? Hmm. And because just because we're on... I'm on Young Life staff, I'm on full-time ministry, doesn't mean you're not in full-time ministry in what you do, yep. or yep. we need full-time ministry people who are doctors and lawyers and business people and, you know, across yeah. the gamut. It's not just those who are... I just happen to love working with young people. Yeah. So I hear this program, I'm like, I get it. You know, had some great training, some theological training, systematic theology, and I get it. I just want to work with young people, and Young Life's what I knew, and had a job offer to Henderson, Kentucky, and um, Chesapeake, Virginia for Young Life staff. And the job in Henderson had a lot of money in the bank, a lot of ministry going on, and Chesapeake had negative $2,000 debt <laughs> yeah. and no ministry. And uh, and I just got excited about building something. That's so. cool. And so you went there. How long were you there? I was there for eight years. So how do you, how do you start a Young Life at a school? I mean, what does that look like? You just, there's nothing there. You roll in and say, I'm going to start Young Life in a school. What in the world does that look like? Well, first you start showing up and you're praying. Yeah. <laughs> it's a lot of prayer. Um, but I started going to football practice and, and the Lord was in it. You know, there were adults in the community praying for young people. And, and my first step out of my car, this was before school started. I went by two a days. They were on a water break and two guys Lance and Chris were like, hey, is that your car? Uh, I had like this old Dodge Stealth. <laughs> and so I hadn't even stepped foot on the ground. And they, they're at the fence saying, hey, is that your car? I meet Lance, who ends up being the homecoming king that year. And But you, you, you start just by being consistent of getting to know a group of kids. So I went to football practice every day for a couple hours, went by. They had a really good men's volleyball team, would, would watch men's volleyball. Um, subbed at the school and getting in there, just meeting mm-hmm. kids. And then, do you just start a club out of nowhere? You just invite them. How did how did you do that? We, I took, um, I took eight kids. This was back in two thousand one. So I took eight kids from this high school to a neighboring Young Life club, an all area Virginia Beach club, which was popping. Yeah. And I remember Lance. I asked Lance, "Hey, do you want to go to that thing with me tonight?" He's like. Yeah, here, let me call my mom. Will you ask her if I can go with you because I'm grounded? And I'm, <laughs> I'm just like, hi, I know we've never met before. Yeah. I'm an adult. 
I'm an adult. That wants to steal your son, son away for the night. Yeah, who wants to take a group of kids. We're yeah. trying to start something in the area called Young Life. It's an outreach ministry. I mean, it was, I don't know how that mom said yes, yeah. but she did. And, and um, he loved it. And on the ride home, we're going, hey, wouldn't it be cool to have something like this? That's cool. You at just your cast school? Yeah. yeah. And they're like, I just remember them saying clearly, like, oh, we'll have it way better than that. Yeah. You know? So those those group of kids, they they put together a club in Allie's garage, and, you know, it was like February. It You know, so it takes time. Yeah. You don't just start it. Yeah, yeah. That's cool. And then you just kept plugging away with those kids, and you build a campaigners where you're going deeper with them, and then um, eventually you got some of them to camp because that's a big part of it, picking back up, like, Young Life wants to invite kids on fun and adventure and have experiences. And I mean, what does that look like? Like, what is a Young Life camp? Yeah, there's, um, it's sold as the best week of your life for your money back. And it is awesome. Um, I've been four times. They were epic. Yeah, it's it's a resort for teenagers where it, it the really whole is. whole camp, their whole purpose is to say to young people, you are awesome. Yeah. And you are, and not only are you awesome, the God of the universe is amazing and has a plan for you. And so we want to give you this awesome week, and we're going to share the, the message of the gospel, the greatest news you've ever heard yeah. throughout this week, and get you away from distractions. Um, yeah, we, we would turn the, we would, um, so we went to, we went to Michigan a couple times, New York, we went to one called Rockbridge in Virginia, and so you get there. I mean, I'm not exaggerating. It is one of the most spectacular places you ever be. I mean, it is a resort for kids. There was there's a, all this stuff to do. There's basketball courts, climbing walls, ropes courses, horses, lakes. Did I say that? Pools. I mean, it's just insane. Like anything yeah. you can imagine. The food's great. You're staying in lodges. There's like mints on your pillow. And one of the coolest things that all these kids would take away from is they would love it. We would take their phones. So we'd get like 10 minutes away from the camp, and none of them would do it. And be like, all right. Give us your phones. They're like, what? They're like, no. Like, we're locking in. We're going to live this week with each other. We're going to see what the Lord has for you. We're going to turn off the outside world. And I remember on the way back, kids would be like, I don't even want my phone back. They you know would what say I mean? Because I, I know what's coming when it comes, when the phone comes back. And it was such like a refreshing thing to just get a break from that and see like this beautiful place where they get to go and hear about the gospel and hear about how much Jesus loves them. And talk to one another. Yeah like face-to-face, round round table at meals and in cabin time and begin having real relationship. Yeah, and um, I think in that, I just remember, like, so we would go to these camps, and as a leader, we would sit down one-on-one with every single kid, and we would get to personally invite them to respond to Jesus. And I remember kids being like, I've never had anyone do that before. Like, not pressuring you, but hey, we just want to give you the opportunity. You've heard about Jesus. We've been, you've been coming to club maybe all year. You've been coming to campaigners and stuff. Like, have you ever personally been like, I, I want to sign up to follow you? Mm-hmm. And then to get to do that with a kid is just unbelievable. Mm-hmm. But that was such a cool thing. Mm-hmm. I love that. I miss doing that. That's mm-hmm. a big, I, oh man, I miss doing that. I, I have such fond memories of like, I can specifically remember like conversations with certain kids in certain spots and I could, bring it all back like it was yesterday um i mean you'll you'll be at a camp week of 400 people kids and leaders and 100 students will give their lives to christ that week that's unbelievable and and 
And the cool part is it's not just a one-time thing. The leaders go home with them. Mm -hmm. The leaders go home like, hey, we're going to go back home now, and I'm going to show you what it looks like to follow Christ. Why don't you come to church with me on Sunday? Yeah. Yeah. Um, Why don't you start reading your Bible, um, having some quiet times, or, you know, so it's not just a, all right, yeah. Because we, so they call it a say so, where at the end of of like a camp trip, the, if anyone has made the decision to follow Jesus this week, we want to invite you to stand up and say so. Hmm. And you just sit there in a room and you watch 100 of the 400 kids stand up and it just blows your mind. But then you get to watch two kids from, that you've been running with for two years, you know, stand up and you just are like broken and you get to walk over to them and be like, all right, now we get to go home and do life together even more. Because mm-hmm. now you get to know why I've been doing this with you the whole time, mm-hmm. you know, not just, not as an agenda, but like this is what's behind why I'm here with you. And mm-hmm. so now we get to go back and I want to, I want to walk with you in your, in your new faith journey. Um, and you said something interesting, get them into church. What relationship does, does Young Life have with the church or, or what should it have with the church? We should, Young Life needs to recognize that. And we need to know like that that's the end goal. Yeah. Cause there's a lot of kids that may make profession of faith. And if they don't get plugged into a body of believers and they're not going to last in their yeah. journey. And, um, so, I mean, some may, but they have to get plugged into a local body. And, and just that the Lord delights in that congregational worship. And, and so we want to invite kids into that. Sometimes it's hard because, like, kids aren't going to meet the Lord and automatically start going to a youth group, mm-hmm. you know, because they, they've met the Lord through Young Life. They're going to go where their relationships, their friends are. And um, sometimes that happens, but not n- not no, a lot. No, so. Funny. I think sometimes a lot of the fruit from Young Life shows up a few years down the road in in the co- congregations. Yeah, because um, Young Life isn't a church; it's no. not an end end game church, right? We don't Young Life doesn't invite kids to a relationship with Jesus and then send them to Young Life Church. There isn't such a thing, right? You know, it's an organization it's, pushing towards the church yeah. or an extension of the church. It's a tool, and it's 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 an effective tool for reaching reaching out to young people yeah and it's all based through relationships yeah. but i i have like two ways that i thought that the interaction between young life and in the church specifically grace where we're at here um is such a cool picture of what it's supposed to be so we had a kid um named cody and he had kind of been raised in a i would say like more of like a legalistic church he didn't like it he didn't run a big fan of his church and um he just could never get but he was a christian and it was a Christian home, but he could never get anyone to come to church with him, like none of his friends, because it was just kind of this image of like, I, I, I just can't get them to walk into church with me. Like, what am I supposed to do? And so I was like, well, invite him to Young Life. And so because Young Life wasn't in a church building and it wasn't that intimidation thing and you could just walk in and it was goofy and fun and girls are there from school and he was able to start bringing kids to Young Life Club. And, uh, and so he was really able to start building into kids' lives. And that was such a cool thing of like, oh, that's how Young Life is supposed to function. But then it goes the other way, too. We had a girl named Haley, and she's one of the, you know, you remember kids, but there's certain kids that stick out to you. Um, And she was one of them. She started coming to Young Life, and uh, and she met Jesus on a a camp trip, and she came back, and then year two, she's still with us. And then before her senior year, she came to Tanya and I, and she was, like, kind of upset. And I was like, what's going on? And she was like, 
I don't, I don't think I can come to Young Life anymore. And you're like, why? And she was like, I, I, I'm going to start going to this youth group and it's on the same night. And she's like, I don't want you to be mad at me. And there's a, like this tiny bit, you're like really bummed. And then I'm like, wait a minute, that's the point. <laughs> like, right, you know right. what I mean? Like, Haley, right. we're not mad at you. Like, this is the win. Like, this is the right. object. Like, right. you have you have come to Young Life and that's the means that God used to introduce himself to you. And now Young Life's not going to go on for you when you're 40. There's no club for you. You know what I mean? And mm-hmm. so she started going to uh, to a youth group and she stuck with that and she's still following the Lord. And it's mm-hmm. so cool like to see that happen. And I'm like, that's how Young Life or any parachurch, parachurch organization in the church are supposed to function. Mm-hmm. And frankly, that's why Tanya and I are still here at Grace because when we started leading Young Life, um, Brad Dees Creek, who was the, the, like the head youth pastor here, he was such a refreshing um, mind in regards to that. So he kind of, he was the head guy here of, of all the youth stuff, but he had such a cool perspective of like, I walk into a school and I see a hundred kids I know, and that's awesome. And then I look around and there's a thousand kids I don't. And he's like, and I cannot reach all of them. And so he was always so inviting to us. I remember Brad, he'd give us Bibles, like for all these kids, like at Young Life, we'd be able to come with boxes of Bibles for mm-hmm. kids that didn't have a Bible. Um, he would always be so open to us asking for help. He, they would, they would, they, Grace Church used to send that, us gift cards, like gas mm. cards and stuff. Mm. Like, what a cool thing for a church to be like, the, this is stuff going on outside of our walls. This isn't our youth group. And they were trying to help us out. And that just made such an impact for me. And then we were able to, to when kids started locking on to Jesus was, or even before that, invite them here. Because we were like, hey, come to church with us. Mm. We even got kids to come to like the Friday night communion services and stuff. And we're like, I want you to come with us because I know you're going to get to hear the gospel clearly here. You're going to get to to worship the Lord. And so we had such a cool partnership where you would see like the front three rows of, of the church on Sunday was all these Young Life kids. And it was because the church had been so supportive in, in, in our stuff outside of the church. And then we had been able to, to bring kids here. And kids were just growing in their faith. And it was mm-hmm. like this joint operation. It's awesome. Mm-hmm. Like that's what that's what youth ministry is. Um, and that's what, that's what Grace Church is, I feel like, is always been fixed on and and even i i I was talking with todd the youth guy now and he's like we just we just want to get every kid we can and i don't care how they do it if they never walk through our doors and they're meeting the lord that's incredible you know there's a lot of kids there's a lot of kids and it's it can be very dark yeah there's just not enough people going Mm -hmm. yeah we have to work together i mean and even i think it takes a village to raise a kid you Mm -hmm. know like I think sometimes that's okay you know like the kid that I mentioned who really leaned into me he came from a church home and he was using Young Life as a tool as a young high school student to reach some of his friends yeah so that's cool all right let me get you out of here last question for you um I got two for you what is your vision for Young Life in, in Northeast Ohio going forward what is your vision for what you hope specifically in greater Akron? Well, I'd love to see more college leaders come out of, first with Akron. Yeah, um, I think Lauren McLean and the working with Allie Flower and Medina, staff person Medina, I think we're going to see more college leaders come out of Akron. And secondly, my hope and vision for Akron, which coincides with my hope and vision for the region, is... Um, I really want to see 
us reaching every kid, more kids in the city, um, working with Missy Garcher at Firestone. And um, I'd love to see us have more of an impact in Cleveland. We just hired uh, a staff guy in Maslin, Stephen Johnson, who's going to do some great work there. Yeah, Yeah, he played football there. Um, But really, my hope and vision is that we have more of a presence, more of an impact um, reaching every kid, Mm -hmm. um, especially in the cities. That's cool. All right, um, last question. This is how I end almost all these. Why do you love Jesus? Oh, man. I love Jesus because in Christ, I know I'm enough. I've spent my whole life trying to prove that I'm enough in other ways, whether identity like baseball or sports or... And in Christ, I'm enough. And caveat to that, though, is also that I just am a mess. Like deep down, I am a selfish person who needs a savior, and so I'm all in. I'm I'm putting all my chips in that this is what I want to live for and die for. Me too. So. That's awesome. Well, thanks for joining us today. Thanks, this was buddy. Great. It's great I, seeing you, man. Yeah, I appreciate it. Have a good day. All right. See ya.